right now, beneath the Alps, near the city of Geneva, Switzerland, there is a tunnel. And machinery inside that tunnel sends beams of energy in a vast circle, so big it would take you nearly six hours to walk around it just once. And then it crashes them into one another. Fundamental particles moving as fast as we possibly can, very, very close to the speed of light, and then we smash them together. You can think about this a little bit like a time machine. We're going back to the conditions that were uh, very soon after the Big Bang. And by doing scientists around the globe are hoping that the upgraded machine, which is massive, will be able to detect new particles and start a physics revolution that could forever change our understanding of the whole universe. Two, one, one. one. stable. Excitement and relief as the Large Hadron Collider subsystems were back into action. It's been 10 years since the scientists here discovered the Higgs boson, or God particle, which helped explain why matter takes on mass to form stars and planets. But it only opened up more questions. Hey, welcome to this episode of The Soul Trap. My name is Joel Tillis and we are glad to have you here. On this episode, we are going to be talking about CERN, the Hadron Collider, and the possibility that we are in the global business of opening up portals, veils to the other side. We trust that wherever, whenever this broadcast finds you, it finds you in good health, good spirits, and most importantly, on that good and narrow way. Make sure to reach out to us, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, as always, we encourage you to go to thesoultrap.com. A lot of great information, a lot of great tools there, resources. And then make sure to go to YouTube, like and share. Check us out on Rumble. There are some episodes that YouTube does not want us to have up. So if you really want the unrated version of The Soul Trap, you're going to have to go to Rumble. But we're glad that you joined and glad that you have popped in. We're going to be talking today, as I mentioned just a moment ago, about CERN. Um, in the Christian scriptures, in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, there's a verse that states that there shall arise false Christs, false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. What is interesting is that when you read a statement like this, uh, what Christ seems to be saying is that the very elect, the people of God, the people that know the truth, that are exposed to the truth, that, that have an inside track, so to say, on the truth, those are the ones that if it were not for the mercy of God, that they themselves would likewise be deceived by the deception that is getting ready to take place on the whole world. The question is, what kind of deception is getting ready to be unleashed? I don't think that there's anybody that's listening to the soul trap that would doubt that we are in the end days. I don't know how long the end days are going to be. Could be 100 days, could be 10 days. Uh, could be 10 years, but I don't think so. But the question is, these signs, these wonders, it feels, and I want to use that word, it, it feels like we're groaning, we're moving. It feels like the end of a pregnancy as, as the whole thing is coming and the birth pangs are being felt. And the question is, we're there, yes, but we're, we're not 100% there. There still seems to be some pieces that are being put in place. And one of the things that's fascinating is there are two great descriptions that Jesus uses to describe the end time. And, and remember now that 
that time is circular in the mind of God. By that it means what has been will be, what was will be again. One of those descriptions we often talk about as in the days of Noah. The other one is as in the days of Lot. There are some real distinct differences between the two of those days. There are also some similarities. And one of the primary similarities between both of those times that were used by Jesus to describe what the end times would be like is the intrusion of angelic beings into this world. In other words, in the days of Noah, you had the sons of God coming into the daughters of men. But what's interesting is in the days of Lot, you have the sons of men trying to go after the sons of God. The sons of God were those angelic beings that came to Lot and his house. And the Bible says that the men of Sodom came and said, bring those men out that we may know them. Now we understand what that phrase means. They wanted to, uh, they, they wanted to have sexual interaction with those men in, in a very perverse and wicked way. But I would submit to you that it was not just sexual perversion, it was not just sodomy, but there was an even deeper level of perversion. I believe that they knew these men to be angelic beings and what they were seeking is an interaction with beings that would leave their first estate, that would leave their habitat and do what had been done before in the past and that is cohabitate with mankind. I think it's also interesting to think about what happened when people got off the ark. Sometimes we look back and we tend to think of them as being toga-wearing, knuckle-dragging sort of people that just barely eked out a living, but they were highly advanced people. And so when they get off the ark, one of the first things that they decide to do is to build a tower that may reach unto heaven. What were they doing? They couldn't possibly think that they were going to build a brick-and-mortar tower that would, that would pierce the sky and get to heaven. I, I don't think that's what it is. What I do think, what I do believe, is that they were building a tower that would open up the heavens, that would create what they had once before, and that was interaction in an intimate and powerful and real way with the beings that are on the other side of the veil. Now, from the beginning of the Bible, and remember at the Soul Trap, that really is the fundamental basis of all of our research and even our fun, is looking through the lens of the Bible. And fundamentally, the Bible begins with heaven and earth. Those are your two dimensions. Time, space, all of those other things. It starts with, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. There it is. And from that very moment when God separated the firmament and began to recreate, after that gap period, begin to recreate what we have come to see as the seven days of, of creation, there has been a veil that separates this physical world from the other world. But at times, what makes the Bible such a fascinating book, just from, from, a, from a, how would I say it, from a quantum standpoint, is that throughout the Bible, at times, that other side seems to interject itself into this world. That's what we would call miracles. It is the other world being able to reach in or reach through or reach beyond the veil and begin to manipulate or orchestrate or guide or direct or even change at times the physical laws and reality in which we live. And I believe that when they got off of the ark, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to recreate a portal, a stargate maybe is a way to say it. A way to reach into the other side and to bring the other side back into their world. 
Now the question is, if Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so shall also be the coming of the Son of Man, could that be happening again, and what would that look like? What would it look like today if there were people that were trying to open up a portal to the other side? Well, if you watch Netflix movies or anything like that, or any kind of movie really, uh, what you'll see is a bunch of people, usually in a basement, candles, pentagrams, chanting, scariness, jump scares, and that's what they're doing. But I don't think so. I mean, that's possible that that's going on, but uh, I don't think that that's really what it would look like. What I think is happening would look a lot more like what you see happening at CERN. CERN may be among all the terrifying things that are on our radar screen these days, including Nancy Pelosi. Why are you shipping these uh, immigrants uh, up north? We need them to pick the crops. CERN may be the most frightening thing out there. It could be that what is happening is that it is not just a practice, an experiment in breaking the theories or the known theories of particle physics and quantum investigation. It could be that what is happening at CERN and the world of CERN is actually trying to open up a portal and note the word portal to another world. That is the world of CERN. And recently there was a news article that was released here not all that long ago in the scheme of things by the Imperial College of London, March 23rd, 2021. They had new results from the Large Hadron Collider, which seems to challenge all the theories known in physics and cannot be explained, the results cannot be explained by their current level of knowledge of the laws of nature. And some people believe that a portal actually was open. Imperial physicists are part of a team that have announced an intriguing and even traumatic results that potentially cannot be explained by the current laws of nature. The Large Hadron Collider at CERN has found particles not behaving in the way they should according to theory of particle physics and the standard model. The standard model of particle physics predicts that particles called beauty quirks, which are measured in the LHCb experiment, should decay according to a set pattern. However, the new results suggest that this may not be happening, which would point to the existence of new particles or interactions not explained by the standard model. What it's simply saying is, is that the laws of physics on all particles known to us do not operate the same way on these particles that they're discovering. In other words, it's as if these particles that they are discovering do not fit into our known realm of reality. The question then begs itself, are they actually discovering known particles in our realm, or are they thinning the veil so much that they're actually picking up particles from the other? One doctor said it this way, it's too early to say if this genuinely is a deviation from the standard model, but the potential implications are such that results are most exciting thing that we have seen ever in the field of physics. Physicists from Imperial College London and the Universities of Bristol and Cambridge led the analysis of the data to produce this result, with funding from Science and Technological Facility Council from around the world. The result was announced today at the Morning Electroweak Physics Conference and published as a reprint. 
The point was, it, all that was taking place was beyond the standard model. Now, the standard model, basically, is the best theory of particle physics that we have, describing all the known fundamental particles that make up our universe and the forces that they interact with, and that's very important. It's not just the particles themselves, and it's not just what they do, it is the limitation of the forces with when they, which with they act. In other words, the standard model limits known reality as we know it. What they're saying at CERN is we've now found something outside of our known reality. Mind you, not something that hasn't been discovered yet in our reality, but something that doesn't operate, that doesn't respond, that doesn't make sense in our reality. Researchers have therefore been searching the article states for particles behaving in different ways that would be expected in the standard model to help explain some of these mysteries. To this date, they have found none. One doctor put it this way, we are actually shaking when we first looked at the results. We were so excited, our hearts did beat a bit faster. We now know there's something out there on the other side. Well, what's fascinating about that, and call me, you know, silly if you want, but you could almost go down to the dollar store and get him a 99 cent Bible and you could have saved him a lot of time and money. The Bible told you there was something on the other side. But now these guys are starting to discover it. Now, the real question is this. If they're starting to discover something on the other side, are they trying to communicate with something on the other side? Or, even more frightening, is there something on the other side trying to communicate with them. All of this would simply be, you know, something that you would listen to droning on and on, particles and, and all of these different names and this and that. However, there are pictures that are starting to come out. There have been pictures in the past of what appear to be face-like images that came out of the experiments. But now, coming out of the Netherlands, that what they've actually done is opened a portal. What they were doing underground actually opened a portal in the sky. And let's not forget who is the prince of the powers of the air. As you look on the screen, you can see what appears to be a portal in the sky. Now, some people have tried to say, well, it's a meteor, but it is not. Others have tried to say it's the exhaust of a jet, but it is not. Others have tried to say it's simply a meteorological anomaly. It's simply, you know, something that happened up in the sky, but it is not. You say, what is it? I don't know. But if I had to guess, looking at the picture, it looks like a portal in the sky. One particular person says, could it be that this image of a most bizarre looking object, object snapped up high above the Netherlands could be the first ever picture of a portal to another dimension? possibly opened up by the guys based in CERN. Now, the gentleman who caught this incredible sighting was a man by the name of Harry Purton, who was photographing stormy evening skies in his area. It wasn't until a short while after when he was looking at the photographs that he noticed it because it happened so quickly. But it is very, very clearly there. It is translucent. It almost has a jellyfish look to it, and it very clearly looks like a doorway, a portal, a gate that is opening up. 
Now, what's fascinating about it is, is that the image that he snapped is eerily similar to the NASA image of what they believe that a portal would look like. Now, why would NASA, or how would NASA know what a portal looks like? It could be that there's something going on up there. As you look at the screen right now, you can see the picture of it. It is a portal, and it appears as if something is coming from the other side through the portal into the world in which we see. You can clearly see that most of the object is turquoise-like color, while there is sunlight or a jet or a beam of light that seems to be coming out of it. Again, remember the connectivity because the Bible says that Satan can appear as an angel of light. And Christ said that when he saw Satan fall from heaven, he fell as a bolt of lightning. There's something profoundly connectivity with the other side and light. If you read the book of Ezekiel, you'll find that the creatures that are mentioned there, they have a strobing effect to them. Ezekiel described them as having a strobing effect, like lightning flashing in the sky. Now, not surprisingly, after this incredible photo was posted online, it led to an absolute complete frenzy of speculation, which included whether it could be proof not just of a portal that has opened up, per se, but possibly of wormholes. Some people even believe that we might be looking at an event that was a Project Blue Beam event. Others said it could be an alien visitation or some kind of religious warning to the people of this world. But the most popular theory was that somehow or another what they're doing over there at CERN is actually opening up doorways to another world. So it is very interesting. I was just talking with some of our team here in the studio and the thought hit me about the story of Iron Man having to close the portal in uh, the Avengers. I think it was the god, Loki, who opened up the portal from the building and then it was Iron Man, a man that was both flesh and iron, which is something that you find in the book of Daniel, by the way, iron and clay mixed together, having to close that portal. So what is happening over there with CERN? What is happening in the sky? Why are there these anomalous sounds, these sky trumpet sounds? Why is there obviously a difference in the weather pattern, things that are happening? Is there something going on over there beyond simply testing the, the known limitations of the physical world? Is it possible that at CERN they are toying around with what they did in the days of Noah, post-Noah, trying to open up a portal? One commentator says at the Stranger event, quote, that portal, it allows a craft to travel from one end of the universe to another in a matter of seconds. That's what a wormhole would be, the writer states. Someone made a mistake when entering our system and basically got called. What you're seeing is a craft or a being entering, not leaving, end quote. Now that quote was one that was a scientist. Many others immediately speculated that this could be the result of the actual Large Hadron Collider being turned back on at twice its original power, which is something they've been trying to experiment with. And what with the confirmation of the guys at CERN that they are starting to look for other universes and dimensions. That's right. There has been confirmation now that they're not just doing work on the basic standard model theory. In other words, our physical world, we want to know what this is made of and molecules and atoms. They're actually saying, no, there's something out there and we want to figure it out and get to it. Now, one writer says, as we all know, the LHC is a massive atom smashing machine, which scientists are now using to quote unquote, unlock the secrets of the universe, which also include where the parallel universes exist. 
Many critics around the world now fear that CERN is tampering way too much with the laws of physics, as they have already admitted that it could create a man-made mini black hole. Now, sometimes you just gotta ask yourself, isn't that the point where you go, that's probably not a good idea? We're going to create, we don't even have a cure for the common cold. All this money, we haven't been able to cure cancer, but we're gonna to try to create a mini black hole. A mini black hole, a mysterious theoretical portal through space and time to another part of the universe, or even to another dimension. It really is like something from your wildest dreams. One scientist said, we are playing God. Mr. Purton officially responded to the amount of interest in his image that gained around the world. He said, quote, I was taking photos and suddenly something flashed. I decided it must have been a striking of lightning, but back at home, I saw something strange in one of the photos that I took. It looked like a UFO. I personally don't think that it looks like a UFO, but whatever it is, it is certainly not, I don't think, a lightning anomaly. Quite a few other people online posted and decided that this could be a fighter jet. It's possible that it could be, but I don't think so. It doesn't look like it. Some people have said that it is absolutely 100% a sign of the second coming and that the returning Messiah wanted the world to know that he is coming back. But I don't think that the Jewish Messiah wanting the world to know that he's coming back would show up to a Dutch guy taking pictures on a Saturday night. I, I may be oversimplifying that, but you would think if he wanted publicity, there'd be a better way to do that. Others believe it's simply end times anomalies that are taking place. And we're seeing this over and over. The sound trumpet, the trumpets in the sky sound anomaly is happening more and more. Others have said, as we've mentioned in other podcasts, that it was simply a Project Aurora anomaly, that it was a scramjet, one of the hyper-power-driven engines, and he happened to catch it. I don't think that happens either. He had a regular camera, and they're operating at 45 to 50,000 feet. I don't think he would have caught that the way that he did. One person in Malta has actually claimed that a whole football team saw it. Quote, we were playing a football game in Malta, and all 16 players saw it on the 26th Tuesday around 8.05 p.m. Another claimed to have seen the same thing six years ago in Wales, while others pointed out the Norway spiral, as it's come to be known, could be simply an oddity in the sky that we've not seen before, like ball lightning. However, the bulk of people posting about this offered a more mundane explanation, that it was an example of lens flare as the camera was being pointed toward the sun. Well, that would be kind of disappointing, but it is a possibility. However, it was not a sunny day. The Netherlands are also not known for swamp gas. As some people have said, it was nothing more than high-altitude swamp gas, which I've never actually heard of high-altitude swamp gas. Flash of light you saw in the sky was not a UFO. Swamp gas from a weather balloon was trapped in a thermal pocket and refracted the light from Venus. However, whatever anyone thinks, Mr. Purton is getting an awful lot of attention for the photo. He is getting a lot of attention for the photo in some circles, but the world goes on. Most people have never even seen it. Seen it. And the question comes back, could CERN have opened up a portal to another dimension? Quite possibly considering this is what they have confirmed that they are trying to do in the next phase of their project. Surely, one writer said, the risks are unknown of doing such a thing. And nobody, no scientist would dare to do something risky and unknown. Well, they don't know scientists that well. Back off, man. I'm a scientist.
Of course, it's very interesting to note that CERN and the Hadron Collider are known for having Shiva, the Indian destroyer god. And it often makes you wonder the connection between the occult and sciences as we know it. The reality is something's going on there. Something's happening underground that you and I don't realize. But when you get outside of the biology classes, outside of the low-hanging fruit, the, uh, the, you know, the, the college atheists, the, that kind of simple thing, when you get to the highest level of scientific study, they believe something there is on the other side. And they're trying everything that they can to open that side. And I think that when we get closer and closer to the end of days, that that is the way that it's going to look. I do not think that it's going to look as spooky and as scary as we think that it's going to look. I think it's going to look a lot more scientific. I don't think Satan will come with horns and a forked tail and a pitchfork in his hand. I think he'll come as a shining and a bright being from the other side. And I think he'll be he'll come encouraged by scientists who said, yeah, we've been communicating on the other side for a long time now. In other words, I think something, in CERN, something is going on there in CERN. They may be opening portals. They may be reaching out to the other side. But as we said earlier, what's interesting is not that we're reaching to the other side, but what from the other side is reaching us. The Hadron Collider, CERN, portals, stargates, are we near the end? Are these things signifying the end? I think so. And I think we are not at the end. I think we are at the beginning of the end.